The following podcast features topics discussed by geeks or under the supervision of nerds. Accordingly, Geek Life and its producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate or reenact any of the topics or bad impressions performed on this show. Recording in progress. All right, welcome up, boys and girls. Time to get your moons over Miami, because what the fuck is up, Denny's? Sherry Moon? Denny's, what the fuck's up? What the fuck's up, Denny's? (laughs) (laughs) Is that Terry Tibbs? (laughs) Matt likes to go to, he likes to go to rage concerts at a Denny's at 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Did did you go to a rage concert, dude? No. Ah, that'd have been cool. (laughs) Is that old fucking... I don't even know where it started, but like, is this hardcore band and they're playing at Denny's, and like the clip is the dude's like, "What the fuck's up? What the fuck's up?" <laughs> and there's a fucking mosh pit in, in a, a Denny's, fucking mocking in a Denny's, and it's like, "Really, the- hate breed or something?" <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, there's some like internet war about it, dude. That's <coughs> want to know how they booked the Denny's. You're like, "Hey, well, it's Matt. Well, we'll like, we're at a Denny's." <laughs> the singer or whoever from the band said, like. That Denny's was closing, and he knew like the manager or whoever, and they let him. Is <coughs> who gives a fuck? We're closing, yeah. and they just did a show there, and like, like hey, you, just, you, you never, Denny's. you never know what you're gonna see at Denny's. Like when me and Matt went, we were in Scottsdale at like two in the morning. That dude kept spilling drinks at every table. <laughs> he sat at. Dude, that waitress was so fucking like upset. Like physically, she was like shaking, and she was like, "You're gonna have to leave," or whatever she told. Like he did like four drinks, dude, and he was just he was just doing one of these. He was just passing out on him. Wow! Every time we went to go pick a drink up, all over the table. <laughs> wow, that's oh, man, dude. Man, I I remember going to these hardcore shows back in the day. You know, I was just thinking, I'm like that. You could absolutely have them like break out anywhere. The the band could essentially be just sitting in a booth. <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, Denny, the Denny's video, I've seen it. It's good. That's <laughs> yeah, funny, man. And, and now I always say that to Shannon or anybody. I'm like, hey, what the fuck's up, Denny's? And new way of saying <laughs> well, hello, I guess. Speaking about what the fuck is up, what the fuck is up with Rob Zombie and the Munsters? I told you. I told you it was bad. The trailer, the trailer watching it, I knew it was going to be bad. I wasn't expecting much. And I watched it, and sadly... It was even worse than I was expecting. It's bad. Like, it's like, it, I thought it was going to be like, all right, this is going to be cheesy, but at least there might be a story. Yeah. It'd be like, kind of like watchable, but kind of like campy, horror, funny comedy. Yeah. But, like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's like badly made. It, it feels like a fucking Goosebumps <laughs> episode. Like, yeah. how film. Like, it's just like, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic, but there's just not enough people in this movie. It, it, yeah, it, no, it, seriously. They're, you're exactly so right. He, I don't know if he did it on purpose, but he's reusing the characters that play the main characters, like in the background characters. Yeah. You know, Shelly and, and Shelly. And, yeah. And, I, and, and, I, um, I describe this as it looks like someone's production on their front lawn in front of trick-or-treaters. Like, <laughs> and that's like they filmed it. And I'm like, if it was that, it would be fine. We like, fucking okay. got to use the original fucking house from the show. Spoilers. And it's only in it for like two fucking seconds at the end of the movie. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, pay homage to this. I don't, we don't need a fucking prequel. Like, I get it. I get what he was trying to do. He was trying to like, 
give this epic like story for these characters, but I, you don't need it, dude. That's just seem do funny shit, dude. It, you really honestly, had to go to like get Grandpa's son, the Wolfman, or some crap like that, and it's like we didn't need that garbage. And, and honestly, this movie feels like it should have been a mini series. Oh, like yeah. four episodes. Yeah, like it shouldn't have been a one movie. It was just bad. It was just like here. Let me play devil's advocate. Do you think in five or six or ten years or whatever that you're gonna like? Maybe we'll rewatch it, and it'll be one of those ones like we're gonna watch it because it's so fucking bad. And it'll be like a it's, cult classic that way. No, this is just going to go down as a bad movie. Watch, watch that Mockingbird Lane show with uh, Eddie Izzard and Portia de Rossi and uh, Jerry O'Connell. That was really good. You remember when like the Adams Family movie came out? Like the really good one? Like the first yeah. one? Yep. And, like, you know how good that was? How the yeah, it's still good. Like, you didn't need like a fucking backstory because you know what the Adams Family is. You well, know. Okay. Here, you know your fucking story. Here's this- why that that one works so well. They did a fantastic fucking job casting it. They got people that looked and sounded like the characters from the TV shows that everybody loved. Yeah. They fucking took they took Herman Munster and made him a prepubescent teen. But like the one the one thing I liked about the movie was the scene where he's like in the band, and that was fucking great, dude. <laughs> I mean. I just I didn't make it that far. <laughs> I mean that scene was all right, but yeah, the way Sherry Moon talks, the way Herman Munster sounds, I I think the best is terrible. The best part of the movie is 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 her character playing. She does it to a T, dude. If you watch the fucking show, she's doing all that stupid fucking like big acting bullshit. It, it's well, it, the show is cheesy. I know the show is cheesy, and her movements didn't bug me. It was the way she talked. Yeah. Because she always talked like this. I I like Grandpa, and I, I think Grandpa that was, was that Grandpa was my favorite. On. That was a good. That was yeah. a good casting call. Was Grandpa, but the dude he got to play Herman Munster do his voice. No. Yeah. It, dude, you needed to have a deep voice. He just sounded like a prepubescent teen. Like, oh my god! He didn't break oh, Mr. Shit, Smithers. Dude. How Herman always used to break shit. Like he didn't yeah. break enough shit in the movie. Yeah, and he's not listening to enough Limp Biscuit. And everything that was supposed to be funny just feels so forced. Like, it was just so fucking bad, dude. It was like the Flintstones where they cut away and and you see the dinosaur and it goes like, it's a living. It was like that sort of energy. No, it was like like the the, the second Flintstones when they didn't even get John Goodman back. Oh, wait, yeah, when they got the guy that played uh, King Baratheon from uh, (laughs) friggin' uh, Game (laughs) of Thrones. Like, they go back to Adam's family, like, they you like you know what it you know what it is. They modernized it a little bit, and they just took them out of the show and put them in the modern times. And it was just like that. Just yeah. fit. you get that kind of awkwardness and the kind of like the shit they don't understand. And like, what do you mean? You know, like you, you get all that comedy. Yeah. So it's like they they could have just done that, or he could have he could have fucking totally spun it and made it like. The monsters, but fucking done it evil, bro. Like he could have yeah, done, could have made it a little crazy. darker. Yeah. Well, that's that's what that Mockingbird Lane was. It was yeah. just kind of like that, like where they're actually like often people like it's drinking like, their blood and stuff. I, I I love Rob Zombie, dude. But like, goddamn, dude. Yeah, it's a giant turd. Like, it's not even a movie that you're gonna go back. It's not gonna be like, it's not gonna be like Dolomite, where it's just so bad you watch it because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I this love movie's... all of those. This is just fucking bad. 
I was just looking to see for the Adams family. Uh, Barry Sonnefeld directed it, and uh, Caroline Thompson, Charles Adams, and Larry Wilson wrote it. And I'm just trying to see who these people are. But I mean, look at like all the people that they have in here. It's like ridiculous. You know, Christopher Lloyd, Angelica Houston, Raul Julia. You know, um, let's see. Uh, Lurch is some big guy. Yeah, but no, I, I that, mean, the, um, the what casting, a great movie in comparison. Adam's family did a great job casting. I get Rob Zombie likes working with the same actors, but sometimes you need to like break away and get some new actors. He only really has a stable, like he's got a big stable of actors, but not all of them are good, dude. You have yeah. like you got Bill's Bill Mosley, and I think I say he's mediocre at best. Dude. He is absolutely yeah. He he has he has a speed. And when you hit that speed, it's great. He's one. He's a one. Nothing above that. Not really. You know. Then you have you have the the main guy you got you you were talking about before we started recording. The wolf. Yeah. No, he was the uh, Frankenstein, the doctor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He he he, he's in thirty one, and he has the big monologues, and he's almost like a Bill Mosley type character, but he's a little elevated. And they they called him Wolf in that in that movie. He was the other brother that picked him up after uh, Sid Haig got killed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you have fucking Sherry who played fucking uh, Grandpa, and he's like the top actor because he's been in real movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Daniel Robo. Yeah, Yeah, he played uh, Jay Leno. I mean, he was in that movie that we were talking about when um, uh, we had Penelope Spheres on, right? Um, He was in that with John Cryer. Well, dude. Daniel Roebuck and We Were Soldiers, U.S. Marshals. Didn't he play Gacy? Uh, or no, the Late Shift? I don't think he played Gacy. No, no the guy from Pee Wee Herman uh, played Gacy, his like neighbor. That's yeah. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, the guy who was uh, the, the the bubblegum guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah. Pee Wee, you know Pee-wee. what I want? I want your bike for my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Daniel, Jeff Daniel Phillips sucked as Herman. Yeah, I, has Moon he been was, in anything else that's decent? Or Jeff Daniel Phillips, he's been in Agents of Shield and Westworld. He's I, just, I, he's. Just I mean, those are two things that I might like, but he was in Undercover Brother too. He's in a bunch uh, of a bunch of Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, he's in Three from Hell, Satanic Picnic. Uh, that sounds fun. The gift is in the uh, the play adaptation of What the Fuck is Up, Denny's. Oh, yeah, that was a good <laughs> one. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, tasteful nudes, and uh, <laughs> you know, he's, he's in shorter though than you nudes with a Z. Yeah, yeah. This is, it's a Z. Well, that was his character's name, Tasteful Nudes. <laughs> and then you got Sherry Moon, whose only acting credits are her husband's. Yeah, I mean, you know, she was what the main character in El Super Bisto, and you she's know, the main character in like all of his fucking movies, and she's horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like you see her in um, Devil's Rejects, and you're like, oh yeah, cool, cool, I like it. And then it's like she's got that Jack Nicholson thing where it's like she's doing that same character in literally everything else, and you're like, uh, okay, um. <laughs> Maybe a little less there, Sherry. Oh, I'm gonna stab him. Her oh, role is uh, yeah. uh, what's the Salem? Uh, which oh, is a Salem? Salem? Which is a Salem? That's actually a pretty decent movie, dude. Yeah, that's a good movie. I mean, still, I didn't realize uh, that was his. I, I uh, her yeah. best role is stay-at-home wife. <laughs> 
Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I, I would just like to point out that she is a product of, uh, of Plainville High School, uh, which is the town next to where I grew up, and I ran a blockbuster in that town. So yeah. there's a good chance that uh, she had been in that very same building that I ran. She's so. like, my acting's modeled off a man that I met at Blockbuster. <laughs> it wasn't me. I, I, I never met her, so yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't you know me. Wasn't me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't. I mean, like, I did not give her acting lessons. It's like on the on uh, Family Guy. It's like, well, I, I just like I gave those uh, diction lessons to Rosie Perez, and she speak English and good. <laughs> God no, this movie is just horrible. It's just god awful. Now I want to watch it, a Rosie Perez movie. It definitely goes down, I think, as the 2022 movie that should never have been made. Oh, well, this is the they, worst movie. Yeah. They knew it was so bad that they were like, yeah, uh, just put that shit straight on Netflix. Yeah, Paramount was like, yeah, we can put it in the theater. And then like after they watched it, they're like, yeah, it's going straight to Netflix. Dude, this is worse than Morbius. Yeah, it is. I like Morbius, dude. Like, I can't, I, okay, here's the thing. I didn't love Morbius, but I watched it through and I didn't end it with me going i fucking hate it here's the thing about morbius it's a fucking good story yeah come on like it's a solid fucking story the execution was kind of like not there but like it, it it's a good solid comic book entertaining story yeah. like, all right cool that's a that's a cool it's, it's not, i don't know like fuck it yeah no i didn't hate morbius you tried the batman now try the man bat <laughs> yeah, try me. A mechanical man bat. He's a mechanical man bat. <laughs> then, then, dude, the thing, the best thing about Morbius is the fucking end credits, dude. The two, the two post credit scenes. You want to know what the best uh, part about Morbius is? It wasn't made by Rob Zombie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in all seriousness, I, I don't think he's a good filmmaker. I think that you know he's a really good artist. He's a really good musician and all that. It's just um, like his visions don't really come through. You know what he needs to do? He needs to he needs to be like the fucking like the art director or the, the yeah. photographer. Like like he needs to take someone's story and kind of like and he envisions it looking this way or this yeah. way. Like and, and with all his stupid live nude signs and all the shit he does, like it looked, it was visually it looked cool and that neon vibe to it. Yeah. You know? But other than that, dude, like Halloween, one of his Halloweens was good. Yeah, I mean he's he seems like that boss that won't let anybody do anything, so yeah. he does everything himself. He needs to learn to, you know, write with other people. Let Jeez. somebody else direct his write, you know, his script. And I hate to say it because there's a lot of. People who probably would disagree with me, but like White Zombie is a better band than Rob Zombie. You know, like yeah, the song. I don't hate. I don't hate that that you're saying that because like the stuff afterwards just got so insanely popular. Well, like you know, and he they they hit their peak in in like '94 when all that good music was coming out. They had Astro Creep 2000, and that was like the we we had literally a whole episode on this exact subject yes and, I, I agree <laughs> top fucking album and then he has some differences with my fucking bandmates and he leaves and takes his solo career and like the music just dropped a level dude you know and just like it was it was still good like popular but it just dropped a level. he he hit like commercial acclaim after that with like like 
you just think about uh, like and in my Durango, ah, you know, like all that shit, like uh, oh. Wild Horses and Dragula and Super Beast and all of those songs. It's like that; those are huge freaking songs. Living Dead Girl, these yeah. are huge songs, yeah. man. But like, if if you go back to it, like I am absolutely with you, Matt. You know, give me Astro Creep two thousand or Lost Exorcisto. I'll take any of those freaking songs over his solo stuff. Yeah. And and that's a not a bad album. Like Rob Zombie, the album, and House of a Thousand Corpses, the album, uh, or or what was it? Um, what, what what was the album that had? Was it Super Beast? The album that had uh, uh, Living Dead Girl and all those on. I can't remember. Hellbilly or no? Hellbilly Deluxe. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, I mean, good album. You know, House of a Thousand Corpses. Good it's album. Good. I mean. I'm not saying you shouldn't make millions of dollars off it, but it's just not as good as the other shit. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear fucking Black Sunshine. I want to hear Welcome to Planet Motherfucker. You know, yeah, there's just like even even like his newer stuff, man. It's just it's like a cartoon twist on it, and it's like not as evil, dude. Like his shit in White Zombie and La Texarcista was just evil, dude. He and he kind of continued that image, but he was more of a cartoon dumbed down version of. Yeah, himself. it's like yeah. just that. It's camp. Like everything that yeah. he does now is campy. That's that's just where you hit. Like he's trying to hit that pocket of like horror, and he doesn't have that cred anymore. He's like he's like making Batman sixty six, you know, yeah. instead of making like Batman eighty nine. Yeah, you know, diabolical chum, Timothy <laughs> <laughs> Chillickers. Yeah, exactly. Timothy Chillickers, Herman. Dude's dude's talented, and I, I mean, he did probably like, a lot better job than a lot of people would do, but. I mean, the, you're talking about the aesthetics of that movie. The overuse of that terrible green light filter, ugh, just I, I can't, I couldn't well, stand it. It looks so unprofessional after, to me. After reading, I mean, I, I get that the color was too much, but I also read that the studio would not let him shoot it in black and white. Hmm. So I, I don't know why he either would want to do that or how that would fit his vision, but well, like. You got to think about why things are black and white in a day because they didn't have the technology to do it. Because if they could have done that shit in color, they would. I think yeah, they also. No, I agree actually, because the movies the were in color. Yeah, the original one actually was shot in black and white because it was such low production. They did it to hide a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, when they when they made that uh, monsters movie where the monsters go to England because uh, Herman was supposed to inherit a castle, that was in color. Yeah. The monsters have sex. I mean, that's that's probably the one that I would watch. I, I'm not a huge monsters fan. I mean, that's that's the thing. I never really was. You know, yeah. I I like the Adams family and like I Mr. like Red and shit, like, like monkeys. Good, good shows. But dude, I don't know. This this movie script was just horrible. The ending was just garbage. Yeah, it sounds like it just kind of dropped off. It really did. It was like, oh, look, Herman, I won money at the casino. You're good now. Yay! Movie over. <laughs> and then, like the cool, another cool part, like was at the end when they were all like, mimicked the like an intro, yeah, or the outro where they were, we busted through the door, and it was like frame for frame, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like that was all right, and that was shot in black and white. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be cool if they if they had something where it's like they had like a guest band and it was like Rob Zombie, you know, like that would be fun. Like, oh, that's kind of a cool Easter egg, but. Yeah, but it was just bad. Rob Zombie needs to like he needs to just kind of lighten the reins and let some other people help out. Like I get it, he has a vision, but you're not Kevin Smith, buddy. 
uh, even Kevin Smith stuff sometimes I'm like it's kind of fallen off, but this last one he did good. So ah, oh, that fucker. Why well, like, <laughs> like his stuff is it's kind of a one. He's a one note wonder too, man. Yeah, he knows it though. Oh wait, no, no, he's definitely a two note because he's got horror and comedy. I don't know, man. Like Tusk, is, it's a good movie, but like I think I think this is more hands in the pot with that dude because even some of the dialogue, his dialogue is just over the top. Yeah, I'll give you over the top. I'll I'll definitely give you that, especially when it comes to like Jay and Silent Bob. Like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is my least favorite, and um, and actually Clerks Two is my least favorite. Just uh, it was my least favorite movie. Yeah, I just don't like Randall in that movie. I'm like, wow, it's really hard to like even care about these characters. But I still, I always like Dante. Always, he's just always like that. Every man is like. This is this is a good guy. This is a good a guy that you'd want to be friends with, you know. Thirty-seven dicks. Thirty-seven. I actually, I actually rewatched that today while I was working. Right, that's the, the first one. Way to the parking lot. Yeah. What's it? Cute cat. What its name? Stupid customer. <laughs> Dude, I just I, just watching it today. I'm like, man, he used Flint, uh, Walt Flanagan. Like every other scene, every other yeah. different character. <laughs> like, dude, it's fucking, it's like, hey, egg guy, get the fuck out of here. He's the guy that's like, fucking rolling the eggs. He's the guy that's upset about the, you know, he's offended at the the joke. He he plays one of the brothers at the funeral. You can just see the back of his head. He plays nice. he plays one of the front the first guys when they're doing the cigarette scene. When we fucking when we went up to Red Bank to go to the store before it moved. We were like so fucking stoked, but it was raining, dude. So we we're like, "Fuck, nobody's gonna be here." So we get in, and it's Sunday. Fucking Jeff working, and like we go, and we we we're in there for like two hours waiting for someone to come in. And finally, we fucking leave. And as we're walking out, Walt's walking in, and he has like food. And like I go to shake his hand, and he like doesn't know what to do with his food. So he like hey, grumpy old man's it between his fucking like elbow, you know, up under his arm, but he like shakes my hand all mean and goes dude, in. Walt. <laughs> When I went in there, uh, Mike Zabstick, Walt were both there. Mm-hmm. Mike was nice. Walt just seemed like he hates everybody. <laughs> I just like think- he owns a comic book store. Have you well, have you not been in enough comic books? I don't. Think yeah. They're all like grumpy as hell. I don't think he hates it. He's a, he gets overwhelmed and I, he doesn't he doesn't want the fame. Dude, it's the business. The business makes you like clerks like that. Like comic book comic book people, right? Like coming in all the time to be like. Hey, did you see Batman? No, I was going to go see it on Sunday with my wife. Oh, well, let me spoil it for you and all that. And it's like that all fucking day. Yeah. You know, just yeah. like, like dumb shit like that. And it's like, oh, hey, uh, do you have issue number 101 of this comic? No, I don't. Oh. Well, I could just imagine like at that store, though. I mean, I guess I would probably be the same way because it's probably like the stupid eBay emails we get, but in person. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, do you buy comics? Yeah. So you're asking 175 for that comic. Will you take fourteen dollars? We take uh the length. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My fucking hand. But the thing about like this comic of X Men number one, I think it's pretty valuable. Like, calm the fuck down. (laughs) (laughs) They actually do sell stuff at discount. I mean, on the show they do. Yeah. You know, like 150. Like, ah, I take 120. You know, it's like, oh shit, that's fucking cool, dude. Yeah, I mean that's that's a typical comic book story. Yeah, that, that most guys with the collectible ones with with the owners. Yeah, but not like like you go into like some of the chain ones. It's like no, you know, yeah, like you're not going to get that ones, at like yeah. Newberry Comics or or even like Graham Crackers out here. But like that, sometimes you get like some really decent people working there. But like it's a burnout job. Like absolutely, like yeah. it burns it 
just burns through you. And and yeah. having to deal with like a lot of these people is like, do you have anything with She-Hulk in it? It's like, oh, oh yeah, unless, unless it's fucking Ming, dude. Ming that's why fucking. That's why Brian Johnson's like. That's why he doesn't work there. He'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but Ming, dude, Ming loves people, so he'd fucking be like, hey, how's it going? Let's you take know. a picture. He was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ming's so stupid, dude. <laughs> hey, whatever. But yeah, I've only I, seen a couple of those episodes, so I mean, I, he oh, seemed alright. I've, I've I've watched all comics, man. Actually, well, it was show. on. Was it Paramount? No, I signed up for AMC Plus. That's what I was watching it on. Which still yeah, doesn't have fucking better get... call Saul. Yeah, that's what I think. But yeah, it's like, oh, they got clerks. I'll watch it. And then I'm like, oh, I'll watch Comic Book Men after it. <laughs> like they did they didn't do comic book men very well because like they put that shit on like there's Walking Dead and then they did Talking Dead and then they did a, the rerun of Walking Dead and then Comic Book Men came out yeah. at like one in the morning. And you're like, no one's gonna watch this, dude. You're really gonna put the rerun on. Before you put it on a fucking new show, put the rerun on a fucking midnight or one or what the fuck ever. Dude. They should have just put it on because I hated Talking Dead. I think Talking Dead's the uh, stupidest I mean, show ever. I hated that show too, but you're not going to. This is Chris Hardwick. Talking Dead was this. Like, I never understood. I'm like, why do we need a show talking about the show that I just watched? <laughs> I I don't mind that sometimes, but it's that's more of like what we do. You yeah, know, but like, oh, I, I like specifically want to seek that out on my own. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 okay, so, if it was very forced, but like, you're not going to get rid of that. I, I was okay with that. Make it a half hour, fuck it, and then put walking. It could, it could have been 10 minutes and then just put on Comic Book Man. Well, it could have been half hour and then Comic Book Man and then the rerun of fucking Walking Dead. Really, honest, honestly, they should have just put Comic Book Man on its own, own night. It's not like AMC's got a huge catalog of shows anyway. Well, they did it just because they wanted people to watch it. I said, "Well, you're fucking it now," and that's why. It's yeah, they, they screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah, yeah. and the sad, the sad part is they did have a good fan base. People liked them. It's just they were on late. And I, and I think they have a bunch of Patreons, dude. Or something. Yeah, so it's like they were they were going to start doing the show on their own. I think. Yeah, they wanted to. Yeah, for a while. But yeah, I mean, they had a loyal fan base. Just problem because AC, you know, the Nielsen ratings are going off of who's watching it. And nobody's up at one a.m. watching it. You're watching. Later on, well, I, I I never. Yeah, what are you that. watching at one a.m., Justin? Pornhub. Uh-huh. I'm watching comic book whores. Oh, okay. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> we used to wait till Starring it was like Shannon Tweed. We could. We used to wait till you could binge it, like watch six episodes. Yeah. You know that's what they should just fucking record fifty episodes and throw it on motherfucking Netflix. When when, a, when AMC used to do like the 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 back to back like marathon days, and you just be yeah. like, oh, wow. oh yeah. I used to love shit like that, but I would watch on Discovery where it's like, and now eight hours of naked and afraid. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, I got like, naked, like, but I was not to watch Curse of Oak Island. I do. <laughs> I want to see those dirty fucking titties, dude. God, <laughs> yeah, you do. Like, how, do I, how do I watch the un- look at that shit hang? It's like, can I watch? Don't make a bra, bitch. Why can I watch the uncensored version, please? I know. <laughs> they they show have that too, don't they? <laughs> Show the dude all fucking hanging, dude. Like that's why we watch it. I want to see him fuck. I want to see paints and buttholes. <laughs> I like I like watching that show for different reasons to be like, oh look at this guy. He like made a fucking woven mat to sleep on. I'm like, I want to see him. I, I like I like when they fight, dude. <laughs> and, and, and 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 the bitches get all PMSy and like, all right, here it comes. Hell yeah, they're gonna fight. <laughs> I don't know. I I like it when 
I, I guess it's fighting, but it's like when one person is like clearly way better than the other person. Yeah. I remember seeing this one where there's this girl. She's like, yeah, I'm like an internet model or something like that. And I used to do this with my dad. The other guy's like all crying because he misses his wife and stuff. And he's like, and he's like, he needs Christ or something. Oh, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like this is like the hottest no. woman you've ever seen in your life. And she's literally feeding you because you can't the take men, care of your damn self. Men always carry the weight in that show, dude. Dude, I always, I always just I, like I've the seen... suburban dad that's like, I'm a survivalist. And they like show him like chopping like, yeah, a, a little tree. In his fucking front yard. The fucking first hour he's on the island. Yeah. He can't do anything. Yep. So I, I've, I've seen just as many probably where the where the women do it. I mean, there was this great one where this guy was like this this big beefy fucking like New Jersey contractor weightlifter guy, right? And he ends up like getting laid low by something, and this uh, uh, vegetarian is feeding him fucking leaves and stuff. Ugh. No. Oh man, is that your screensaver? No. Yeah. No, the best one is if you watch Naked and Afraid Excel, the one where they do like teams that go out and like oh. for like ninety days. Oh, cool. Uh, there was one. Fuck, I, I, uh, I, not this last season, but I think the season before last. There was an old dude on it. Man, I give that guy credit. He got a fish hook. Dude, he caught his fish hook in the balls. Oh, fuck that, dude. Dude got stitches and stayed in the show for the whole time. I'm like, wow. dude, I give that old dude credit. What what would be the one thing that you would take with you? Because you can only take one thing. Fucking a gun. You t- you take a gun. <laughs> like a gun with. You do shoot the other contestants. <laughs> I do all kinds of things. With, like in like Matt, Matt's like they're like you get one item. He's like I want a camper. Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a house. <laughs> like you you decided to take um. A <laughs> like Honestly, yeah. what I take, dude, is I, I would hope. The other person would bring some kind of knife, and I, yeah. I, I'd, I'd want to bring fire. I brought yeah, a sherpa. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's naked too, but he's still got a big pack on. <laughs> like, because like, what? Two things, dude: fire and something to cut something with. The, these dudes, um, I, I would, I see I would them bring sometimes. Jeffrey they bring Dahmer. this fire starter thing where you go like this on it, and it's and it's like a really uh, Fuck that dude. If I'm gonna I bring like a sage wood or something, lighter, bro. Give me a big standard big fucking lighter, dude. Full. They, they would, but it's only yellow. Okay. Or it's got like it's got like uh, I don't know the Houston Oilers or some shit on it. <laughs> You're like what? I would bring Jeffrey Dahmer. Would you? Would you no. really? Wait, dude, would I, did I? Did I? Did I sleep? Did I ever tell you about the time I fucking interviewed to be on uh, Fat Guys in the Woods? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so like that show was on the Weather Channel, so it's very much like a survival show. And but it's just like you get it like in between like the you know the weather channel like whatever yeah oh I used to love those like yeah, the, so uh, like, the guys that made the ice and all that shit and I'm like this fucking guy is awesome dude he's taking these fat guys out and it's like fucking so I went on the website I found it and I fucking interviewed one of the producers so I guess my story I guess you I was take your shirt off I guess I wasn't fat enough dude so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get on but like, they interviewed me like it was like she was like oh yeah you know I'll let you know I interviewed for like half an hour like asked me all these questions a bunch of I think I just like made it sound like I knew too much Matt they, they, Matt got the email and they're just like I'll give you fifty bucks and I just want to take some photos nothing weird yeah. they're like could you send in some pictures of your feet <laughs> I just want to take some photos nothing nothing I'll crazy bucks to come back and uh, take some photos <laughs> and then uh-huh. that, that neat dong done got bad. We play a little game. I like to call you're, you can't you're touch not me, but I can touch you. you. <laughs> like that's not cool. Then the producer's just like, it's You're gross, not gonna yeah. leave me, are you? Huh? Okay. 
You should stay for a drink. Want to come over and watch Strange Brew, guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's the one thing that annoyed me with Dahmer was his accent. His accent was a little too over the top for, like, you know. He, they, they went they went full northern Wisconsin on that accent. Yeah. I mean, I, I've watched interviews with him, and he kind of has – that he's got the, he's got he's got a Wisconsin accent, but he doesn't have like a northern Wisconsin accent. Yeah. Like they they gave him full on like, northern Wisconsin there. Like yeah, you gonna someone... leave me? All I want to do is take some photos. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay, like, hey, no yeah. feed photos. How about just individual toes? You guys want to eat some hot dogs and, and and watch some wrestling? I told so, you. So I'll tell work. me about this this Dahmer movie you guys. Watched I told you all we're gonna do is we're gonna watch the movie and then you can go. Oh, dude, is that from IT Crowd? No, literally, that's what he says <laughs> in the movie in the Dahmer show. Actually, what how many parts is it? Is it ten parts? Yeah, it's a ten part series. It's fucking great, dude. Um, like, I, I knew that Jeff. I knew I knew the story pretty well. And I, I, I was, we were watching it, and I'm, me and Shannon were watching it. And I'm telling her, oh, this is this part, this is this part. But it got, it goes pretty fucking in depth, dude. Like it, fuck. Yeah, it's I like, mean, oh, shit. It's, it's pretty historically accurate. For accurate. 98 percent of it. The neighbor is not the real thing. That's like the the part that they've kind of made up for Hollywood. And then, at the, at the last couple episodes, when he is like. Kind of, he's kind of like fucking with the other prisoners. There's, there's no way he did that, dude. He was not that kind of person. He yeah. just wasn't, dude. You know, he, he, you don't like, think he was trying to get killed? No, no, no. He, they they took a couple liberties, but as far as like the story of most of it, it is pretty spot on. As far as it's like what they in say, a way it, it made you feel bad for him, dude. I think yeah, that's what they were trying to avoid. I don't know. No, I, 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 that's I that's what it. Evan Peters said, is that he was trying to make it so he wasn't uh, sympathetic, but pathetic. Well, I see the pathetic part, but yeah. is, they just go so much in it, into his childhood that like it's like, dude, this guy didn't get a fucking chance, dude. And like, then, like, it, there's definitely parts where you're just kind of like, I feel bad. Like, I don't know if it's you know if it's real, but it, like the the way they tell the story of like every time he's just you're not gonna leave me, right? That's like what he asks them all. Yeah, and then then like it's like do I feel like he ate him? people because he didn't want them to leave him? Yeah. Oh man, and then it's like I didn't want. I I wish they would have went more into like the killing, like the act of the killing, and like the act of him eating. They just like fucking. It grazed on it a little bit. Dude. Well, the the movie's supposed to be told from more of the perspective of the victims and not him. But it's still like, <coughs> bless you, thank. And then it's like, do you, do you feel bad for him, or I really felt bad for his dad, dude. And the and it, yeah, know, his like, dad. I I felt bad uh, for his dad. You know, dude, I felt bad for that that. Uh, the, the Salvation kid, dude, that fucking got away and the cops brought him back. Yeah, that's real, dude. I know. That's it's I don't crazy. Know. I, I didn't watch it. I, I, I've i heard the buzz about it. I knew you guys had seen it. Um, You know, but it, um, I mean, it sounds like it's well made. It sounds like it's well acted. Oh, it's definitely well made and it's definitely worth a watch. Is this a Ryan Murphy joint? Uh, I don't know who makes it, but dude, oh. it, there's there's some cringeworthy shit in there. You're just like, oh shit. I don't know, man. Like at the end of it, dude, they did him 
they didn't they didn't do him any justice, dude. They they show him getting fucking murdered, bro. Oh yeah. wow. Like they it's like they didn't show really, up the tailpipe. Yeah, no, they this like a weight a a uh, a weight bar. This dude just fucking brains him, dude, and he's yep. like, twitching and shit. It's like, oh fuck! They they didn't really show any of the killing, but they showed him getting killed. Yeah, like, you know, wrapped it around and like, okay, they showed showed him getting brutalized, which is like, okay, cool. Like not yeah. cool, but you know what I mean. And then they introduced. I don't John know. It sounds Wayne cool. <laughs> they inter- they introduced John Wayne Gacy in it too. Well, I think they did that, and and they I I, I said, why the fuck would they do that? And then you, you're watching the episode. Okay, they want they want to show two different types of killer they wanted to show fucking gacy who wasn't remorseful on a lion narcissist piece of shit and then they showed Dahmer, who couldn't control himself but didn't want to do it he felt bad he turned himself in he he didn't you know i'm guilty he didn't like buy you know you know so they wanted to show the juxtaposition of of two different types of people well, oh, well, not, sense. not only that they wanted to tell the story that is eerily true too that the day that John Wayne Casey was executed and Jeffrey Dahmer was baptized, there was a solar eclipse. Yeah. So like, how did they connect then? Just other than like, they they never like personally like met or anything. Yeah. Well, they both, killed, they both killed men and boys. Yeah. And they, and they both, uh, you know, like he they right right around the same kind of like he Gacy was ending when kind of Dahmer was like. Yeah. Yeah, and Gacy was in Illinois, uh, Indiana area, right? Yeah, he was in Chicago and killed 33 people. Uh, Dahmer killed 17 in Milwaukee. But they tried to stick him with 18 because one of the neighbors got strangled in his apartment upstairs, and he was like, I didn't do that one. Oh, that's funny. And I'm like, it kind of true, though, because like, it didn't fit his M.O. because they found the body in the apartment and everything. The guy was just strangled to death, and I'm like, it really wasn't his MO because he would have probably brought him back to his apartment and fucking cut him up. Weird. And that that's uh I mean, he was probably a huge uh, influence for making Dexter too, with Jeff Lindsay. Probably you know, making the, the dark passenger and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But dude, it's just crazy to think about like how many serial killers live in the Midwest. Like big, B- big BPK, uh, HG Holmes, um, Ed, Ed Ginn, Ed Gain, Ted Bundy was another one that was oh, also Ed, out here. He really wasn't a serial killer, man. He, he he killed one person and then he just dug, he just dug yeah. up graves. Oh, okay. Yeah. But but yeah, the other ones, like, because uh, where was Bundy? Bundy, I thought, was out yeah. west in like Utah, California. And California. Okay. Yeah, like just to think, like John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer, just just a couple hours apart. One's in Chicago, one's in Milwaukee. My my main perspective on this is from the end of uh, uh, that hotel season of American Horror Story, where they had like all these people meeting, and then John meets them, you know, and and John was like the main character detective, you know, and then they all meet on like All Hallows Eve or something like that, and yeah. get together for dinner. It's like Eileen Wernos and, um, you know, um, I think Jeffrey Dahmer and, and uh, what's it, uh, 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 Ramirez, Richie Ramirez or whatever, the, the guy, uh, Zodiac Killer or something. Yeah. I just wonder if we're going to get a uh, John Wayne Gacy series now. 
I don't know. That's what I thought they were setting up, but I don't know, man. I That's what it, it seemed like they were kind of setting up to me too. And I, yeah, and with the popularity of this one, I'm like, I wonder if we're gonna get a John Wayne Gacy one now. Out of all the true crime and all the serial killer shows I've watched, I've seen them all, man. I've seen tons. This by far was the best at like this humanizing and like kind of trying to explain why. And yeah. Like, it, it's fucking great, dude. It's well, great. it was a great story because too, because it told the story of everybody involved. Like it's telling the story, like the parents of these people, and you know him and his parents, and you know the people that he killed. It's, it's telling everybody's story, so that's what that's what makes it so good. I think because you can you connect with everybody in the whole yeah. show. That's it's, see, that's fun. I I didn't watch that. I watched the DB Cooper one, which I liked. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. No, I've watched that one. It's good. It's it's like two episodes long, but you know, like he didn't kill anybody, but it's, it's still it. it's they go after that guy in the boat like the whole time. Yeah, exactly. They're like, Yeah, you DB Cooper. This guy, leave this guy alone. Fuck. Yeah, he was not DB Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, other than that, I watched the Nolan Ryan documentary. I did too. I, I fucking loved it. it. I watched that too. Dude, dude, that was great. Owners gave that guy no respect. Yeah, the Angels fucked him over, but uh, yeah, they were like, "We don't need him. We'll just get two guys that are eight and seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, like, "Wow!" And he just got better and better, you know. I was yeah. at that fucking Robin Ventura game, dude. Were you yeah. seriously? Yeah, I was like, "Oh wow!" Whatever year it was ninety one or ninety two, I was either nine or ten, dude. My fucking yeah, I just I'm not gonna lie, that whole interview, dude. I love George Bush's interviews. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was like, he's like, hey man, I, I asked him, I was like, did you throw that ball at that guy on purpose? And he was like, sometimes you gotta control the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bush is great, dude. He just he just totally taught Bush like how to be a president, you know, by being a pitcher. He's like, yeah. you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta throw high and inside to make him duck. <laughs> <laughs> dude nolan ryan's a cool guy too he's just like yeah i play baseball but i like cows <laughs> dude he, he like i mean you, you think about this guy he's a badass he gives zero fucks and all that and it's like he's gonna fucking drill you they didn't even throw him out of the game you yeah. know after that robin ventura play well, where he he drilled him. It, dude you know he just stood his fucking ground and there you go you imagine though getting hit with a hundred and eight mile an hour fastball? Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, that's like, and, and I was I was telling my kids as I was watching this too. I'm like, that's like eighteen miles fast miles per hour faster than a major league ball. Like, yeah. like on on average, like a major league ball would be like ninety two or something like yeah, that. 90, like mid, like you low nineties. And, yeah. and anywhere from like sixty for a changeup all the way through ninety is like a major league ball. That like. Usually a, a six foot two, you know, two hundred pound, uh, you know, pitcher is throwing, you know, like that. And I think of like Roger Clemens and all that, not even being able to throw like a hundred, you know, like ninety seven is where he tops out, and he's a big yeah. fucking dude, kick his ass, sea bass, you know. And it, it's crazy to think too, he never Nolan Ryan didn't even have a pitching coach until he was in the majors. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. He was he was like that Rick Vaughn wild thing sort of uh, pitcher yeah, for the Mets. Natural, and... natural fucking talent, dude. Yeah. Well, all those movies, all like Major League and like all those baseball movies, like Bull Durham, they're like they loosely pull from players, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they were saying that about Bull Durham was yeah. roughly about him, the uh, Tim yeah. Robbins character. Yeah. Yeah, Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Joe Boo. Yeah. Joe Boo. 
Joe Joe is all about Nolan Ryan. We'll Joe Boo's rum. <laughs> is there anything that surprised you guys about this one? Not really. I mean, oh, man. I lived it, dude. That that's when baseball, like right when he retired, is that's the that's the the peak of baseball. He retires and it starts going downhill from there, dude. I kind of I kind of loved it because I knew all the players back then. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. like in. Yeah. The 80s to 90s, I'm like, oh, is this the year the Phillies won? And then, then they're like, oh, yeah, but they did this. I'm like, no, that's like the Mike Schmidt 1982 Phillies. They were fucking ridiculous. If so they, it's like, if he could have just won a championship with the, with the Astros or or with with the Rangers there, you know, that would have been that would have been the fucking icing, dude. You know? dude he got it as owner, you know, dude. or as like co-owner, because then they just oh, win. the Rangers didn't have never won, have they? Yeah, not, I, I think the not, only ones not till after he retired. Yeah, like not with him as a player, but like he's part of their organization. Yeah, he, uh, the only thing that surprised me was just just like all the people that were interviewing. I, I dude, he never won a Cy Young award. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that well, he that's never won championships, dude. Like. You see the Cy Young winners; they win, they go go on and win, go to the World Series. I know, but Cy Young's supposed to be for the best Look pitcher at Jim that Palmer. year. Palmer, come on, uh, fucking Jim Palmer, dude. I mean, come on. He had how many strikeouts and fucking five thousand seven hundred and thirty-one. And he's the only player to have how many no hitters and uh, set. Uh, no, he didn't have seven. Did yeah, he? seven. Was it seven? But dude, come on, no seven. Cy Youngs. He should at least have one to two Cy Young awards. Yeah, I you know some of this stuff is just such bullshit though. It's like like you you know him talking to Pete Rose and stuff like that. Like you know Pete Rose is never going to be in the Hall of Fame. Rightfully he should be in the Hall of Fame, but yeah. it's like they're going to punish him with whatever they they do. Uh, but you see, he still hangs out with Pete Rose. They're signing autographs because Pete Rose is a gas. You've heard him. Yeah. You know he is hilarious. He's like, what did I tell you? I'm going to hit it right back at your fucking face. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> and he did. After I, like I chug, after I chug this beer, I'm gonna hit a dinger. That, that's what I love about Pete Rose. Like the times that he would show up at like WWF and like they'd give him a tombstone or some shit. Oh, they just hit Pete Rose again. Yeah, Pete, Pete Rose. Rose, up, is a, Pete, Rose Pete Rose steps up to the plate and he he said, "I bet I win this game." <laughs> Jesus, the, the original Mister Three Thousand, you know. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I I guess the only thing maybe I didn't know. Well, I mean, I knew Nolan Ryan was a Texas boy, but man, that man loves Texas. Yeah, yeah, he do. I remember driving down to Matt's house, dude. Every billboard had Nolan Ryan on it. Yeah, Nolan Ryan. He's he selling uh, Advil. Nolan he's selling, Ryan selling like uh, vitamin water and like steakhouses. Yeah. Nolan Ryan boner pills. Yeah, he's like they'll get you hard. Eight miles an hour hard. Yeah, fast. <laughs> Nolan Ryan fast. <laughs> Do you need a boner fast? <laughs> you need a boner fast. You need to come fast. Take these home. I'm boner. Come to my steakhouse. Down we, this steer. We cook these steaks fast. How fast? <laughs> That's why they call me the Express. <laughs> he's like, you need a credit card? Try the Express. <laughs> Express boner pills. They get you hard fast. <laughs> you could be your own personal ranger. <laughs> Ugh, what's that Express mean? Express cattle houses. We'll feed you in five minutes. Then you get the fuck out. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I mean, it's like, like, do I like walk out with like a steak in my hands? Like, <laughs> I ordered a potato. You know, it's like, 
Jesus Christ. It, what's yeah. he what's he shilling now? Reverse mortgages with um <laughs> it's like, hey, this is this is Alfred Franz I Wanna tell you about reverse mortgages. <laughs> reverse boner pills. <laughs> reverse boner pills. You got a boner you need to go away, take this reverse boner pill. <laughs> I take one when I go to my proctologist. <laughs> He should, he should just hawk funeral homes. You gonna die fast? <laughs> you wanna die? You wanna die fast? He did. I'll hug a ball at your head. I'll hug a ball at you. Nolan Ryan funeral homes. <laughs> I want the express. We're off. We're off expressway to seventeen, so you can drive by fast. Oh my god, this seems like something that would have happened in the Drew Carey show. <laughs> I love it though. Like you know, it's like a litany of like disgraced baseball players too. Like George Brett and uh, and, and you've got uh, Nolan Ryan needs a liquor. He's like, you won't get drunk fast. Yeah, exactly. It's the fastest way to get drunk without going blind. Press tequila. Get your phone up quick. Oh my god! I'll get you. I'll get you drunk in 108 minutes. <laughs> That's a long time. I need. I need a faster solution. Yeah, that's too slow, dude. He's like, I will throw the alcohol in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a hose would work, but come, come to Nolan Ryan in vitro service. I get you pregnant real quick. <laughs> oh damn! Oh wow, that's that's a good bit. That's a good. I'm glad we all watched that, dude. Nolan Ryan should just hawk everything. Just. Talk about speed. He's like, come to come to his grandkids were making fun of him. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, don't hey, eat big red, then fuck you. <laughs> come to Nolan Ryan's auction site. Every auction ends in 108 seconds. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I had I had a buddy that was uh, that was in the, Reds. <laughs> he was in the Reds farm team during during this, and um, you know, he he told me that uh, you know he never he never got to face Nolan, but like just everybody was absolutely like, oh fuck, you know, like so in their heads about facing this guy, you know? Yeah. And and I mean it's like his career, he went from like Hank Aaron to like Cal Ripken, you know, like that yeah. whole era. It's it's just crazy. It's it's actually dude, he went, seven years. He went from like Sandy Koufax to like Cal Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he was he was uh, watching Sandy Koufax play, so yeah. Cal Ripken gets super fucking fat, dude. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because now I think he looks like he looks like Steve Wilkos from uh, <laughs> fucking um, the Jerry Springer show, and I'm like, is it Steve Wilkos? <laughs> well, actually, let's talk about it. He he actually let's talk about the other great uh, Baltimore Oriole instead of Cal Ripken, Garth Brooks. <laughs> oh no, and he was on the Padres, wasn't he? No, I thought I thought Garth Brooks tried out for the Oreos too. I I know he was on. Uh, he he made it to like the farm team for the Padres, but they only let him on because he's Garth Brooks. <laughs> well, dude, just come on. I mean, it is a joke. <laughs> well, wasn't um, wasn't Michael Jordan on the White Sox? Yeah, but at least Michael Jordan's an athlete. Yeah, I mean. He was a pro star. You remember that cartoon? <laughs> Wayne Ger- Getsky, Bo Jackson, and uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, Bo he knows. could do it all. Bo knows. Oh. I, I, I'll tell you, though, 
I was impressed with with uh, what they were talking about with Bo Jackson and that because they don't talk about like like you, you hear about like Bo Jackson like running yards and shit like that and you know breaking bats and stuff but you you don't usually get a lot of respect on Bo Jackson's name in baseball you know because he was like a hothead and shit like that but they're like in that Robin Ventura thing like they said that this huge arm reached down and pulls him pulls Nolan Ryan out and it was Bo Jackson. I'm like, that's pretty fucking sick, man. Especially seeing as how they had like this little personal feud. Hey, Bo knows. Yeah. Boners. That's because Nolan Ryan was like, get this Robin Ventura guy off me real fast. He's a fuck face anyway. He caused the same he caused shit in New York too when he was a Yankee. Fuck that guy. Robin Ventura fucked the socks up when he was fucking being their coach too, so yeah, well, uh, trust me, I was flipping the screen off when I saw Bobby fucking Valentine up there. Yeah. I, I don't get angry much, but when I see that asshole, I'm like, wow. Worst year ever the Red Sox had was when coach. <coughs> Terrible. Ever. Best interview on that whole show, the guy named Big Unit. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I he threw it a bird. Good, dude. For, like, he looks he was. good, man. He still Not talks my, like this, though. He sounds like Jesse Ventura. <laughs> my name is Randy Johnson. I killed a they call me the big unit. You know I'm Southern because they call me Randy. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, hey, Nolan Ryan never blew up a bird? <laughs> <laughs> I blew up two. He's like, you didn't hold that fucking record. <laughs> Same game. <laughs> he's like, you ever kill a bird with a pitch? Yeah, I fucking did. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking did. He's like, I'll kill one right now. And he... <laughs> That'd be yeah. so funny if like Nolan Ryan's competitive and then they just go like bird hunting with balls. <laughs> okay, that dude, that'd be a good great. sketch, actually. Yeah, I know. I want to make like Randy a Johnson video duck hunting. Where you just fucking invite a bunch of pitchers out to go hunting and just give them baseballs. I kind of love this idea. That sounds like a great sketch. <laughs> Randy Johnson, duck hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Did anybody watch anything else this week? <laughs> oh my god! I, you know, I I don't know. I I watched Fletch last week, um, which was good. We didn't really didn't talk about that this week, asshole. Last week, <laughs> last week after our show oh. and into this show. So, so you there. watched Flesh? Yeah, I watched. I watched uh, Flesh Gordon. Um, <laughs> you know, I was going to watch his. Um, this uh bring it on uh the slasher one have you guys seen the preview for that no it says bring it on yes that bring it on you know with the cheerleaders and all that but they're locked in an insane asylum with a killer mascot so i'm gonna watch that shit you guys looking forward to the new halloween movie coming out in like a week yeah i think so i think it'll be good i i'm pissed about what they did to judy greer but um you know, other than that, I I'm gonna see this one through because the the first one was so fucking good. I mm-hmm. liked I liked the reboot. You know the the new ones. The 2018. Yeah, the 2018 was definitely good. The last one, I don't know. There was some stupid stuff like the ending. Yeah, I mean, like, I've seen worse. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate, hate it. Just it was up until the end where like, I'm like, dude, come on, the whole town's around him. Somebody can fucking kill him. Shoot him in the head. Yeah, yeah, shoot him in the head. What? <laughs> Slap my ass and call me Sally. <laughs> shoot him in the head. Yeah, shoot him in the head. 
<laughs> I like that we get blank man references on here. <laughs> and the fucking even dude, you could even do a, a the crime fighters un- undercover brother with Mister Feather. He's like <laughs> Mister Feather. Yeah, that's the only part I didn't like about the second one. They should have just fucked. They could have killed him. Yeah, I mean, they didn't they have like um. I mean, none of them had anything besides, like, baseball bats and shit. Didn't the daughter have the gun? I'm like, cut off his feet. <clears throat> like, do something, dude. And I'm cut pretty off. sure they had a machete. Yeah, machete. Is that, is that just like a bag of garbage thumbtacked to your wall? <laughs> it's actually my my, my wall or his, yeah, his it, wall, it, yeah. It all is. my thrifting receipts. That's my oh, filing cabinet. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> so when I get it's not even like a corkboard. <laughs> Like you a fucking garbage bag thumbed at your wall. It's, like, it's a Hercules hook. Dude, it's because it's easy. I can just stick the receipt in there and I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> You're like, take that, audit. Never like, like, get, get a receipt for that? Yeah, it's in there somewhere. Asshole word. Ugh, what's that? Gum? <laughs> it's gum. <laughs> this is a receipt for a taco. <laughs> I can't remember if it's in the jewel bag or the banana. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Look at it. What is that, a scab? <laughs> it's like, what are you keeping in this? Oh, shit. That's where I put the happy burrito. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I meant to come back for it later. <laughs> I use classic filing systems. Yeah, it looks alphabetical. Yeah, but real garbage in that box up there. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the the box up there is actually my taxes from last year. <laughs> Damn, man, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, See, no, I uh, put it, I put it all in the bag, and then I do my taxes. <laughs> then it goes to the actual banker box, and then you dump it in the box. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it goes bag to box. <laughs> yeah, there's I fucking just do you know the system. It's bag box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You never go box the bag. God damn it. What am I telling you? Look, sometimes Dude, it's okay to go box the bag. Work. If the government's going to audit me, fuck them. They need to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> Your bag is <coughs> You're fine. Hey, maybe they're hiring. We'll see what's up. I'll be, like, I'll be like, here's my receipts. Good luck. Bye bye. <laughs> so, um, are you guys looking forward to watching uh, uh, Hocus Pocus tomorrow? I mean, I'll watch it. I don't know if I'm excited for it. I, I've heard good things. I've heard it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I love the first one, but it's like, I don't know. There's certain things that I'm just like, let it die. <laughs> yeah. We don't like, need it. Like, we don't need it, like an extension on, on what was good at one point. Let us just have what was good and try to make something new. Yeah, see, that's the problem. They just keep recycling shit now. I don't know how many of the <coughs> original actors and actresses are going to be in this. I, I know the two that played the parents, I think, have passed on. So, like, well, they, the, they uh, got all the sisters and then the dude who played the zombie, right? Yeah. Yep. Doug Jones. Yeah. And the cat kid, right? I think Welcome. he's in it. I don't think they got the girl back. Oh, uh, that's that's cool. They got um, uh, Marsden. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's all in it. I just know they got the sisters. Thora Birch was was the girl. I we haven't seen her since American Beauty. You know, oh, it's always a great meme that was like, I photoshopped Stephen Tyler into the new Hocus Pocus movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's right in. 
<laughs> yeah, I bet. I, I saw a picture of him, and I'm like, why does that old woman have a gun? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's Steven Tyler. Holy shit. <laughs> you did the wait, bro. He has, not, he has not aged gracefully at all. It looks like he's been drugs his whole life. What are you talking about? Who's that old oh, lady? <laughs> that's my old lady. <laughs> no, he, he does. He looks like, like, um, like an old woman, you know, from like a <laughs> I don't know, like a like a different culture or something like that. He like, looks like an old man fashioning a canoe. Yeah, he, he does. Like a snaggletooth yeah. necklace and all that. And like, <laughs> hey man, you want to pass me like seventeen scarves? It's like, what do you need those for for a canoe? It's like, I'm really, I'm really cold, so I have a collection <laughs> of scarves. It's like you put on a coat, you know? Like <laughs> I knit them myself. There, there was a time too where I, I probably would have told you that Aerosmith was my favorite band. Like, like there was that time. Well, know? and then they came out with that blues album, "Honking on Bobo." <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> that was not part of my favorite era. But like, man, Pump was so fucking good. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on, Armageddon. <laughs> hey, that's not his fault. He just wrote the song. I'm just saying, dude. Every every uh, high school dance I went to, yeah, that. I, I guess uh, they said that there was a story where Ben Affleck was kind of questioning the character, and he's like, "Why didn't they just teach you know uh, astronauts, like actual astronauts, to go up there?" They're like, "Ben, we uh, hired you to do this movie. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, really shouldn't be questioning the plot of it." Stepping in my office, Ben. Why? Because you're fucking fired. That's why. <laughs> We're gonna get the guy. We're gonna get the guy that played the serial killer and uh, <laughs> fucking. Uh, uh, it was what is Steve Buscemi and Con Air? We're gonna get the guy that played the the serial killer and Con Air to freak you out. Hey, how you doing, Ben? Dude, dude you want you want to know what they probably threaten every actor with? They're like, I got Nick Cage on speed dial. That motherfucker will do anything. Oh, I want to be in this movie. <laughs> You guys want to have been a fucking weekend geek or what? That's why I just asked if anybody watched anything because that's pretty much weekend geek. I I just had some cool turtle stuff happen. That's about it. (laughs) Working on some big, big interviews. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Stuff's going good. Uh, Almost at 5,000 downloads. So almost at 50 episodes. More than us, bro. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Shit, think you're better than us. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know what? You may be better, but you don't have an awesome tax filing system. You no, I tax bag. You see all the turtles behind me? That shit's in bags, <laughs> dude. I got. Uh, I'm dying. I can't. But the funniest part is that your your main focal point of the camera is the bag, dude. Is there a bag of tacos tacked to the wall? What the fuck is that? This shall provide sustenance for the everything. Is that your bag of food for the week? Like you don't use the refrigerator? <laughs> I learned how to file from watching Dumb and Dumber as a kid. Nice. <laughs> I owe you for a Lamborghini. It's good. Yeah. There's, a, there's a dead parrot in here with a, a scotch tape head. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you might want to hang on. To that. <laughs> you might want to hang on to that. One. Yeah. God, Samsonite. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling my kids about that because we were going through it. I'm like, this is one of the funniest movies. They're like, it looks dumb. I'm like, it is dumb. <laughs> I love it. I, bought, I was at it. I was set up uh, doing a show, and this lady's like, you buy stuff. And I'm like, do I buy stuff? Hell yeah, I buy stuff. What do you have? 
and she says like, let me email you some photos. So she emailed me some photos. It was just like, <laughs> the first photo was just like 40 fucking like video games like spread out. <coughs> Shit. I'm clicking through and I'm like, okay, some ceramic crap, some other garbage. Then I get to like Star Wars toys, dude. I'm like, oh shit, fucking Rancor, dude. I wonder if that's the original one. Oh shit, and other like vintage toys. And I'm like, well, what do you want for everything? And she's like, 300 bucks, dude. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like, go to her house and pick up these eight coats of shit, dude. And I kid you not, man, I I, I cherry pick all the good stuff that I was like kind of showing today on Instagram. Yeah. uh, Dude, that's my money back in like nine items. Yeah. So it's like, fuck yeah, dude. There's some good shit, some good geeky shit. Like, <laughs> that rain card really sick. Rain cord, dude, like the fucking the mouth still works. But the funny thing about that is, dude, I was shaking him, and there was like some some kid shoved a fucking horse down his throat. <laughs> so I had to like open his mouth and like shake it, and I see like the horse head just like pop out. So I had to get a fucking pair of pliers to pull this fucking horse out of this thing's mouth. So, so, so the story 80s, starts. With, the lady's like, "Do you like to buy things and suck toes?" And Matt's like, "Hell yeah, I suck toes." Oh yeah, you want, you want to see me do it in a diaper? It's like you want you want to see me file it in my uh, bag on the wall? <laughs> That's his only fans is that he's keeping a bag next to a wall. It's like he just sits there on, on his bed with his feet up on the bag. Oh no, he he puts the, the receipts with his feet. Like, yeah. dude, I'm not in my bedroom. I'm in my eBay room, jackasses. <laughs> The bed, the bed has a classier burlap sack. Oh, yeah. well, obviously. <coughs> now I'm gonna dip the sack in gummy bears. <laughs> gummy bears, gummy bears, sprinkles, sprinkles. <laughs> Good old hot shots part, dude. I bought fucking another guy, different fucking market. But he's like, hey, you buy like action <coughs> figures? I'm like, do I buy action figures? Fuck yeah, I buy action figures. Send me some fucking photos. And he sends me a photo. It's fucking the Automorphin Power Rangers, a set of five minus Tommy. So it's just like the re- the, like the original Rangers. He's keeping Tommy. Kitty Rangers? No, he didn't have Tommy. But like, dude, yeah. he's like, what do you give me for these? And I'm like, I'll give you fucking 30 bucks for them. <laughs> nice. And listed them for 175 Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude, there's some resale on Power Rangers. Like Power Ranger fans are really dedicated. They're all unopened, but the cards are kind of like fucking beater. They're kind of like all warped and sun kind of faded, but they're still unopened and just a set. So they'll sell before Christmas. Do you buy bags of Goodwill receipts? <laughs> <laughs> this one's for a literal dollar. <laughs> but the cool thing about like buying off people is you don't have to go to Goodwill, dude. Yeah, you don't have that weird lipstick smell. Actually, I really don't go to Goodwill anymore. I haven't been to a Goodwill in fucking forever, dude. Where do you, where I do, do you go then? I do I hit up my, my local people. community thrift. They got good shit still. I have my network of fucking rats that find me. <coughs> go find me the Munsters Blu-ray. I stock up so when Matt comes up here in October, I can be like, buy my shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need to buy it from you and the receipts that you paid for. Receipts <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> be right in here. the bag from whence they came. Is there a bag? Uh, this is a this is an IOU for a Lamborghini. You want to you want to hold <laughs> on to that? You might want to hold on to that one. <laughs> wow, he must work out. <laughs> <laughs> 
goddamn. <laughs> you laugh. Next time when I talk to you, I'm going to see a fucking bag of receipts behind you. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Wave of the future. <laughs> My receipts in a plastic shoebox in the cabinet. I'm like, yeah, no. All, it's a all very I have is system, but mine's is not attached to the wall. It's a... <laughs> it's a similar system, just not attached. Okay. See, this is crazy because when when you get home, I just go boop right in the bag, done, dude. Smile. <laughs> as, as business this year is, uh, is this a good year for thrifting? It's start. It was slow. It's starting to pick back up. It seems. I'm down forty percent. Yeah, over over the year, I'm I think I'm down twenty five percent a year. Last two months, I'm down forty percent. But then I looked at my this time last year from January to now, compared to last year, you know, like the nine months or whatever. Yeah, I'm up eight percent from last year's sales. Yeah, he's like, I've bought fewer M and M's this year, but I have <laughs> fewer M and M's than ever. <laughs> I have I have fewer salt and pepper shakers. You no, know, yeah, I, I, I listed fucking fifty sets of salt and pepper shit. <laughs> do you have any that look like breasts? I do. Titty nice. shakers? They're keeping them. Oh well, obviously. You know. So, uh, how's Blue Chew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I did oh. try. I I tried it. I I I tried one. Tastes like shit, right? It's like it's like oh, this tastes good. Oh my god, it tastes like shit. Yeah, yeah. You're like, it tastes like it, shit, but I got I a thought boner. It'd be chewy. And then it was like, okay, I'm just gonna try this and see. Like, <laughs> then I was waiting like an hour, or nothing, like two hours, nothing. And then finally, dude, I fucking it's like, oh, yeah, here it comes, here it comes, and it just gets like, I'm like, it just looks red. <laughs> Man, bro, like a fucking dog. <laughs> hey, I'm like, hey, come and fill the boner. Does it feel thick? Yeah, it kind of feels thicker. And I'm like, <laughs> does it feel thick? <laughs> She's like a sticker, oh but shorter. <laughs> is it? Is it any bigger? No. Okay. Well, it's thicker, right? Yeah. Does it feel warm? Does it feel warm to the touch of you? I just <laughs> looking this up, honey. It says engorged. Honey, uh, do you do feel you it? Because I can't feel it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just gonna hit it with a hammer a couple times. See what happens. So, I took it on a full stomach, and, and I, I read after that you shouldn't. I'm like, oh, yeah, you gotta stay hungry. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, All right. next time you I'll take be- it and then you munch on the taco. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's like, do not take after excessive alcohol use. We're like, well, where's the fun in that? <laughs> I want to sniff it. <laughs> it just you, you actually could, but <laughs> I don't need help getting hard for hot chicks. I need help getting hard for the ugly chicks when I'm drunk. <laughs> Sound like a wrestler. <laughs> Welcome back to West Virginia wrestling. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I just get my is welcome to yeah. welcome to wrestler West Virginia wrestling. I'm gonna get all oiled up and then wrestle this big boy right here. <laughs> I think they did something like this with Val Venus, like back in the day, where it's like he had he had a, like a, a erection that wouldn't go down, so he couldn't wrestle. <laughs> and they're like, uh, "What happened? Oh, I took a little blue pill, and uh, I can't come out there." Matt took a blue chew; it wouldn't hit him. It wouldn't hit him, so he's finally like, "I'm gonna go pick this chick, up, this stiff up from this lady." There's like a little old lady, and he's like, uh, now it hit me, and she's like, son, I'm that boner. Yeah, you, you literally are describing porkies. So, <laughs> Have you seen the tallywacker? <laughs> Can you blow me where the Pampers is? Excuse me? 
can you blow me where the Pampers is? Gunner does like four huge bong hits, man. <laughs> I I didn't exhale. <laughs> yeah, man. PCU, PCU for you people who don't know yeah. what that's about. The Bird Show. The Bird Show. The amazing Bird Show. <laughs> I, I, I think I watched that movie at least once a year. Oh, early David done? Spade. Good. Are, uh, we <laughs> Matt, are we done yet? Can we wrap? Yeah, we're done. He's he's. Well, you got a, a hot. I go and I gotta go eat my dinner, dude. Okay. Right. Have tacos. Who the fuck eats dinner at eleven o'clock at night? Well, because you guys want to do the fucking. Well, podcast he just he, he just well, said the that he wanted before to do the, the boner first. So he took his blue chew. He did his business, and you know now he's gonna have his dinner. Honestly, the only reason I got the blue chew is just so we can see if we get a sponsor by him. So so what do yeah, you have probably for not. dinner? <laughs> Taco Bell. Nice. Oh, dude, you're going to have some fucking Mexican wicked pizza. farts tonight. Good. Hartford, heartburn and farts, man. Fart That's a country song. <laughs> I eat my tacos, they give me the farts, and then I want to throw up because it's acid and it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I like it. <laughs> acid and hard. I took, I took me a Bluetooth. I couldn't tell if I was hard. So I had my lady punch me like a guitar. <laughs> I'd be like, Taco Bell and I fucking charted. <laughs> what the fuck up, Danny's? I got my blue chew. <laughs> the IRS. The Say like goodbye, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> the IRS showed up and I showed them a shoebox with my receipts in it. Hey, that ties together the whole episode. <laughs> Check us out next time where we do not talk about the monsters, but we will still make boner jokes. <laughs> With that, be sure to check us out if you have not yet. Geek Life HQ on um, Instagram, Geek Life H- at Geek Life HQ on Twitter, GeekLifeHQ.com on the internet, and what the fuck up, Denny's at a Denny's near you. Find us on the intranets. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at GetDeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways Podcast Network. Give a listen, dudes. Cowabunga is this podcast for you.